0: Hey guys, it's Rachel Hollis, and this is a quick word on money. Let's talk about money. I'm doing this as a 10-minute episode because I feel like I just wanna give you a little food for thought on this Monday or whatever day you're consuming this content. I grew up not understanding how much my relationship to money would affect my ability to make it and would affect my ability to manage it. And I want to just put this out there for any of you who might find yourself in a similar situation. I grew up without money. I grew up listening to my parents fight constantly about the lack of money. I grew up watching my family members you know, work to get that paycheck, and then the paycheck was gone as soon as it showed up. I learned the idea of, oh, I'm going to treat myself to something that I probably can't afford while I have money and leaving no money behind to pay bills. So I really grew up watching some pretty harsh relationships with finances and not understanding that there was any other way to be. And as I became an adult, as I became an entrepreneur, I really can see now how my early relationship with money affected my belief system about it. In fact, I love asking people this question. like, If I tell you, you know, if I gave you a million dollars, if I could wave a magic wand and then all of a sudden you would have a million dollars, what would you do with it? And what would that mean to you? And people will describe all of these things. They'll say, well, it's, you know, it would be freedom and it would be fun and it would be me taking care of my family and I'd pay off my debt and I'd go on a lavish vacation or I'd buy a nice car or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever money means to you, right? So they'll talk about all of the things it would mean for them if they were able to have that kind of wealth show up. But then you flip it around and you go, okay, well, tell me what, Your family taught you about money. When you think back to your family of origin, the people that raised you, the people that were around you, what did they say about money? And then you hear some more truth come out. You hear, money is the root of all evil. You hear, money doesn't grow on trees. You hear, well, there was never enough money. Or, you know, I was taught that if people were rich, then they must be evil because the only way to make wealth was to do it in an evil way. Or, All of these things, when you ask people to tell you the stories that they grew up believing about money, you uncover some really negative thoughts about what finances mean. And it's impossible, unless you're conscious of it, it's impossible to separate yourself from those childhood belief systems when it comes to money. So if you can think of like, okay, what did your parents, and maybe you had parents who had a great relationship and attitude about money, but most of us didn't. And if you can think about your own family and what they taught you and then see the parallels in your current financial situation to what you grew up believing and what you now experience, they are usually directly in line with each other unless you've done the work to get past this. So I was on a call today. There's a nonprofit organization that I'm really excited about and I think they're doing great work. And I had a call with their director and my background is in event planning. And as an event planner, I planned, oh my word, so many nonprofit fundraisers back in the day. I'm really good at fundraising, especially for organizations I believe in. And I was talking to this director and I was asking her questions and, okay, tell me about this and tell me about that and tell me about your fundraising. And she was talking about fundraising in a way that I was like, oh, dang, if I don't do anything else for this organization, I have got to change the mindset that this woman approaches fundraising with. I was like, oh, dude, there is so much money out there. There are so much money out there, so many very, 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 very wealthy people and organizations who set aside a certain amount of money to donate to nonprofits every year. You have an incredibly worthy nonprofit. And the only reason you don't have access to all of that money that's out there is just they don't know about you yet. That's it. Because that shifts her whole perception. If she's going into this fundraising round thinking like, oh, man, people aren't donating like they used to, and there's really not money for the arts, people don't want to give money to the arts, and people don't want to donate for causes that are about women and girls, and if she has that mindset already, she is fully limiting the potential for her organization. Whatever you believe is true. If you believe that so many people are ready and willing and want to help and have hearts for this and have the finances to support it, and the only thing is they might not know about me yet, that is empowering. That gives you direction. That says, okay, well, I got to get my message out. I have to make contacts. I've got to get the word out about the work that we're doing, and then this money is going to be available to me. The flip side is like there's not enough money. There's not enough money and nobody knows about it. Which one of those is more powerful? When in doubt, y'all, go always with the mindset that is more empowering to you. Even if it's hard for you to believe that it's true at first, practice the mindset that you wanna have. The same thing is true for entrepreneurs. The same thing is true for you as you're considering asking for a promotion this year. Whatever you believe is real. You give energy to it. So when it comes to money, if you're an entrepreneur and you think money doesn't grow on trees, holy crap, how do you think you're going to find customers? If you think, you know what, I own this great bakery in my town and there are people every single day who are spending money on birthday cakes for their kids and that is my specialty and the only reason that they haven't spent their money with me is they don't know how great it is yet. One of those beliefs is very empowering. The other, like, oh, nobody in my town has money. Nobody in my town likes cake, (laughs) right? I am not like trying to get you to reinvent the wheel. I am trying to get you to understand that the belief system you have about something absolutely is the indicator of your relationship with it. If you have a scarcity mindset about money, if you have a scarcity mindset about finances and wealth, if you think there's not enough. If you think, oh, man, I better like blow through this as fast as I can before there's not enough money for me to treat myself, you are perpetuating. Number one, you're handling your finances abominably. You're not taking care of yourself. You're sacrificing the future version of you for your current version's comfort. You're sacrificing your future life so that the current version of you can like have a nice pair of shoes or go out to dinner with their friends or buy drinks for everybody. And you're doing it because you have a scarcity mindset because you think the money's going to run out. The thing is, it's all there and it's all available to you, but your belief system when it comes to money will absolutely affect how you treat it. And how you treat it will be an indication of whether or not you're able to acquire more or whether or not you're able to hold on to the money that you actually have. So there's all sorts of information out there about your particular industry, your business, your own personal ways to acquire wealth or to make more money or to save more money. That's not what I wanna talk to you about today. All I wanna do in this quick episode is ask you to think about what is your relationship with money and how is it influenced by your family of origin? Because if you can connect those dots, it'll blow your mind and hopefully give you some better ideas for how to approach wealth in the future.